So yeah. have you have you seen that dude, Kevin Samuels? That really aggressive uh, older dude who like gives advice and shit to women on uh, social media. Maybe I have. Alright, so he fuck fuck. What is it on? I think it's on the spiritual world. I'm gonna see. The spiritual it's like the spiritual word, right? Fuck. I suck at this. The spirit. It's on Instagram. Anyway, I don't know. I was about to say, well, while he's figuring that out. What? Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. (laughs) My time in here, this is going to be, it's not going to be Valentine's Day anymore. It's actually going to be Mardi Gras. Happy Mardi Gras. So, fuck Valentine's Day. Uh, The more important, no, the more important holiday than than Valentine's Day and um, Mardi Gras is Steak and Blowjob Day. Enlighten me. Which is February 15th. It is the day after Valentine's Day. I think I need day. to call off from my <laughs> workplace. It is, uh, oh. yes. Oh. What's up? What's the matter? Oh. It is, uh, the male version of, you know. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta make a nigga a steak and you gotta suck his dick. But, what? So what, what were we saying? Steak and BJ Day. So we, yes. we, that's where we left off. Okay, so this was just like a skirt to you. Skirt, skirt, right? Yeah. So yeah, you never heard of Sega BJ Day, so mm. I'm gonna give it to you. But give me the actual definition. What I just told you, what it is? It's just the day after Valentine's Day for men. Mm-hmm. Steak and BJ Day. Oh, there's poems. <laughs> oh, I, okay. I was wrong. It's not the day after Valentine's Day. It's the uh, month. After. So, so it's March, March fourteenth. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, Steak and Blowjob Day is a satirical holiday created in the United States as a male response to Valentine's Day and celebrated a month later. So you want to celebrate? I like this holiday <laughs> only because no, not I know guys, but no, listen. Cause like really like what what do men see that old lady come through the door with and they just be like head over heels oh, like yeah like uh, if it if, if it was the other way around like i know you like sunflowers like if i were to like bust in here with sunflowers like here friend i love you happy valentine's day right i bought you a pipe right you was happy about the pipe exactly okay. so it depends on the relationship right uh first and foremost Getting flowers for a nigga that's sweet like if a I nigga love getting flowers for me if he isn't like you know a bitch. And Flowers like, are just pretty. Right, toxic masculinity, right? I don't care what nobody say. Every man should have... Every man probably does have a favorite flower. I have a favorite flower. I love sunflowers. All my friends know that. Um, but cologne is like a universal gift, especially for like uh, shit like that. Um, a friend of mine, she like came to me and asked me, she's like, should I get... She's like, my boyfriend, his bicycle broke, you know, last year. Mm-hmm. Should I get him a bicycle for Valentine's Day? Yes. Or she's like, or should I get him all new, like, underwear, socks, T-shirts? I love doing that. Right. I said, I say, yo, do that. <laughs> I like, love doing that. I'm like, either or is definitely a win. Um, But it's just, she's like, oh, we, she's like, we could go biking together and shit like that. Um, I never forget I made my man to Easter basket one time. Where'd you put it in? Oh, <laughs> I got him a GNC gift card for like $50 because right. um, he goes to the gym. Right. So, you know, um, I got him a do-rag, uh, a pint of Hennessy, gin, 
and whiskey and I got him a card like I wrote a card so you were just gonna be drunk Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I know that stuff that he likes to like right. drink. Like he does. Like he's social. So like if he go by, sit by his friends or something like that, he like to bring his little yeti cup, make his own little drink. Like you know. So that's what this is. Right. So <laughs> here you got your own little yeah. Put it in your coat pocket for when you pull up by your partners when y'all you know running mad or whatever. You got your own little So you know bought him his little pints. It wasn't just for like me and him. But this was because I couldn't get him a Valentine's Day gift. Right. Like, he got me a gift, and I was like, oh, I can't get you nothing, you know. And so, what, Easter is a month afterwards? Because there's, I don't know what it is, like Lent, then Easter? Or something like that? Isn't it? Okay, so Tuesday, Ash Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Then Lent. Then, yeah, it, Ash Wednesday kicks off Lent, right? Right, yeah. And then it ends. I'm on not Easter. Catholic, y'all, so Easter, please don't. But, it, but it, yeah. it ends on Yeah, so I guess a month, three weeks, two, I don't know, whatever. It was later. But yeah, I made him an Easter basket because I couldn't get him a Valentine's Day gift. So now that I'm thinking about it, it is, there are things you can get a man for Valentine's Day. Yeah, you just gotta depends. You just gotta know the guy, right? Like, you got you, uh, yeah. I mean, basic, <clears throat> basically paying simple attention. Like, if you know your man been wearing the same mm-hmm. three beaters to work for six years, mm-hmm. it's probably but time some for dudes more. might not appreciate that. Honestly, if they're, if they're an idiot, mm. I'm being honest with you. Um, I uh, like getting flowers for men. Flowers are just room? I'm trying to find just the fucking article that I want to talk about. The guy, not this article, the video. Mm-hmm. I could just sum it up myself, but I wanted to, like, so you can see it. Because I don't want to get any details misconstrued. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the the heart of the matter was <clears throat> pretty much this young lady. Um, would they, Women go to him for advice, right? Um, and they were asking him. Like Steve Harvey? No, he's he's very blunt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could go to his page. I could just go to his page and so you can get an idea of who he, whom he is. But also, well, I still. I tell, feel like you sent story. me a video of this guy. Yeah, time. he's very blunt. I feel like you sent me a video of this dude once before. You sent me one of his videos before so I recognized it. But women being wanting wanting certain things from a man and being picky. I, I will I don't like to use that term picky, but it's you can want whatever you want. But the question always comes down with women, are you hot enough to get it? Well, I look a mess now, but I think I am. Okay. How old are you? I think I'm doing okay. How old are you? Thirty two. Any children? One son. So you think that a 32-year-old mother of a 12-year-old will get out here and be picky when it comes to men? <laughs> it's hard to love a man, and I have to deal with a lot. Men put you through a lot. So I think if I'm going to choose, I'm going to choose right. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to choose anything. Okay, how, tall anything. how tall are you? Five, okay, whatever, that's enough. But anyway, nigga said, "Do you the he like the audacity of you?" Right, he's he's blunt as shit. So anyway, this this particular lady was telling him, um, she's this guy is such 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 a great guy. Uh, he's marriage minded. He has such great potential, uh, but he's not monogamous. Like he and 
<laughs> the heart of the matter was he was explaining to her she she has a child already from, from a pre-existing relationship. She's no longer with the father. The child clearly uh, they weren't married. Um, mm-hmm. So in his eyes, she's a baby mama, right? So she was saying how the dude was. Uh, what was his advice? To get him to be monogamous, blah blah blah. They hadn't had sex. They had been together for six months, and she was like, "Oh, I'm, I don't just sleep with anybody. I'm stingy with the cookie." And he was like, "No, you're not. <laughs> Clearly, you wow. have a child." And I agree. Clearly, you put out. And she was, uh, and he was saying like, "Her baby daddy was pretty much a broke nigga. Like this new dude is a high value dude. You said he's marriage minded. He's just not monogamous. So you're pretty much coming for to him for advice." When you know why he's not monogamous, like you're not give, you're not having sex with him, and as he pretty much was saying, like <laughs> you put out clearly, why the fuck are you making this man wait? It's a power trip, right? You you like you want to be in control, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and the women in the comment they they fucking despise Kevin Samuels, so they're in the comments. Why are you on his page if you already know the type of man he is? He gonna tell but you they, everything you don't had, want they to they hear. They shared it. They shared him on like this page. I think it was the spiritual word. I'm not sure. But uh, that's hilarious. He's pretty much saying it's a mind game, and like, why are you put this man to the ring? And you wonder why he's not monogamous, but you it's been six months. You gave it to this lesser nigga, but this is a nigga making 10, 10k a month. You said he's high value, he's a quality guy. This, that, and the third. Why are you playing these games? Like, you have a child, you can't be picky. Like, basically, it's his thing. So, I never forget. My mom and my brother was laughing at me one day because we was just sitting down, we was just joking, talking about life or whatever. And so I was talking to my mom and I was I used the term shoot somebody club up. Right. And the look she gave me was so crazy. I was like, Ma, I would never let somebody shoot my club up and take me out the game. And she was like, What does that mean? <laughs> I was like, if you not like my husband, you ain't getting no baby. Because there's a chance. The fact that we both use a term, shoot the club. Yeah, there's a chance I can be for the streets again. And you can't send me to the streets <laughs> with a bedtime. Like, oh, I got to get home at 1130 to birth my baby. Like, 1130? I'll... What kind of bedtime? The fuck? I mean, if I have a babysitter and they, like, put the kids to sleep, all that kind yeah, of stuff, you know. 1130? I don't know. I'm not a baby mama. I don't know what time they go home. Exactly my point. I don't know. I'm thinking, look at that. I'm thinking 1130 is early enough to get home to your kids. Wow. Exactly. I told mama, I was like, I would never let somebody waste their baby gravy on me. Wow. Like, because that, I mean, as much as women don't want to hear that, once you become a woman of certain status, certain people will not want to deal with you. That's even if you become a woman of high status like but i think i think women, whether you're on the high end of the spectrum or the low end of the spectrum there is going to be a point in time when you cannot be picky exactly but do you think having children automatically puts women in a category of not being picky that like you can't be picky it does you want to, you want me to tell you why Oh, let us let us introduce ourselves first <laughs> i know exactly what i just said i know but Welcome. It doesn't devalue. <laughs> it does not devalue you as a person. However, it devalues you as a partner. As a dating prospect. Yes. So you think? I guess this. That's when you. How get into, many women talk about baby mama issues? Right, but you get into the topic of like 
language, right? Like devaluing. I guess it, it is that, a child. That's why I said baggage. not as a person. It does not devalue right. you as a person. It right. devalues you as a partner. When people think about their partner and who they want to attach themselves to, the responsibilities they want to attach themselves to, the type of person that they are, some men are selfish without a negative connotation. Right. This man may want a partner that can give him undivided attention a child will prevent that from happening so whether you're a man or a woman with a child it devalues you like women tuck your titties in like <laughs> and you know what uh that's crazy because that's calm your main, tits tuck the tits in like know, i'm just saying that's one of my main factors with like dating a woman with a child right everybody knows me i love children i have no problem dating i'm 29 years old I kind of expect to end up dating a, a, a girl with a child, but I would not date a girl who where the fact that she has a child cut into my personal time. Exactly. Like, so, and what I mean by that is... And if her okay, child's six and she just met you, you think she's just going to minimize her time with her child? Right, I don't expect that. Right, and that's the thing. Now, some hoes would. <laughs> drop the baby off at the grill. Uh, by exactly. Number, so they get her uh, blue now. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, say, for example, we have five plans, right? Mm-hmm. If you have to cancel two of those plans throughout those five, I completely understand. But once we start getting into, like, three and four, then exactly you become a, a little less understanding because, yes, that's dope. You know, like, I understand you have kids. But uh, I, I'm i not about to lie and be like, yeah, I completely understand. Like, I'm not about to have a text relationship. Exactly. And seeing you, like, exactly. maybe, like, once, or, once every two weeks on some shit. Exactly. Like, that's beautiful. We can be friends and we can hang out. My you know? whole point. It doesn't right. devalue you as a person, but as a partner, yes. Like, it comes to a point where... People do have the right to be picky with who they want to give their free time to. Right. Like, I had watched the episode of the 85 South Show the other day. Um, it was the one with Slick Johnson, Black Jesus. It was a very funny episode. But um, he was talking about how they only have 24 hours in a day. And it was like, men, women want a man that work. All right, bitch, I got to go to work. Eight to 12 hours. You want me to be a God-fearing man? Now I got to go to church. What? I'm black. That's three hours. He basically was breaking down the time in the day. Right. And so, same. Once you have free time and you be like, with this free time, I'm ready to date. People have the right to be picky with who they give their free time to. Like, I don't want to share my time with me, your kid, and maybe your baby mama. I don't know why I don't know why a woman and I think that's just like because women already feel like they are the you know they are the primary caregiver because so you mean it's because I have a kid I I can't do this because I'm a woman I can't it it turns into one of those when it's actually is like I'm not even coming at you like that you being a mom is great however as a partner like right, right. I'm trying to bend you over, like, in the kitchen, and your son is preventing that from happening. Like, I'm trying to travel. I don't want to travel with me, you, and your kid. Like, you know. Big facts. Exactly. You're, I, right. Like, right. It, it sounds cold. And I also want to clarify something I say when I say, like, a child is baggage. I, everybody has, like, a negative, you know, It's responsibility. Right. It's, a res- it's, it's just a lot. Like A it's, burden it's a of responsibility. Being a parent is amazing and it's beautiful, but you can't expect everybody to be 100%. 
100 percent of the time, right? Like not you can't. Not everything is gonna be. Yeah, I understand, babe. Eventually, a person is gonna tire of that. You know, right. the right person may not. You know, someone exactly. who already has kids or someone who is like super stoked. I know me. Um, as much as I love kids, uh, if I like, but I also love my alone time. So if I'm that reaching out to you, trying to make time. plans with you, and they get canceled by your brat, like. That right. sucks that I'm he offering fell, my you know, free time and you're like... It sucks he fell mm. down the stairs, but maybe he should have picked up his skateboard. Like, right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, basically. But anyway, uh, we, I we think are people need so to remember, far in and we ain't even doing introduction. I think we people suck. need to realize it's like preference as well. People yeah. are so offended by people's preferences. I need us to get over that. But yes, intro. Yeah. Welcome back. Oh, wow. <laughs> now I'm delirious, back. whatever. Uh, <laughs> Not delirious. <laughs> This is Project Paragon. Oh, do you, you need to make your order. Do I? I, I'm, I decided to get from another place. What time do they stop taking orders? Oh, no. It's 8.35. You might want to place that order. Okay. Thank, thank you, Mom. You're welcome. Oh, you. God. I appreciate you. Yeah, I love You're you, too. Bestest. What would you do without me? I don't know. Die. Look at me. I looked at the time. I was like, order your food. Order your food, order baby. Order your food. is getting late. <laughs> You're going to have heartburn. You eat them wings a little too late. Don't, I'm going to be able to lay down. <laughs> this is Project Paragon. <laughs> if you guys, if this is your first time listening to this, the podcast where we do believe hey, mental health movies. is wealth. <laughs> and no conversations off the table and all businesses out. Our business, especially small business, whole business, so show business, everything black in between. Business. LGBTQIA. This is Black History Month, so we 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 rock with y'all, white folk. But you know, it's an asterisk. Scoot over. <laughs> Get to the back. <laughs> oh, what's the? Did th- you see that video? Wait, what's the one that Joanna scam Joanna school scammer do? All the Caucasians to the back immediately. <laughs> That's right. Looks better already. <laughs> but I'm your host, Ronnie, aka Monster in a Tight Shirt. He got his super Superman shirt on, guys. I re- damn, I forgot. AKA Coco Butter God, AKA your bitch's bestie, AKA Ghetto Gordon, AKA Captain Hook, AKA Is That Goku Black? No, that's Black Goku, AKA All Might. Yeah, new one. Yeah. <laughs> aka mr this dick ain't free and with me as always my lovely co-host hey y'all baby wow. bueller in the building some of y'all know <laughs> me as racy some of y'all know me as project aka the project princess aka cherokee cheekbones aka the ghetto fabulous princess two snaps aka bugs honey aka Lil jiggle what's up y'all what's popping how y'all doing yeah all right, we are back with uh, with another week of shenanigans. As you can see, uh, we just jumped right into it. I know. How long was that first segment? What, how- <laughs> like 15 fucking minutes. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> but that wasn't even a, a, a planned topic. That it was wasn't, very, so that's right. why it's not bad. Yeah, so I'm sorry. Look guys, at us. But, uh, We're becoming naturals almost. Right. We knew right back when it snapped into it. <laughs> he was like, oh, we're rambling. Let's go. <laughs> right. But this week's episode, we do have a, a few things I want to talk about. Um, our mental health topic uh, this week will actually be narcissistic personality disorder. Oh, so we, wow. I feel like we've been talking about narcissists on a few episodes. I feel like that's yeah. a good topic to talk about. Uh, also, this episode's title is Good Old COVID Growl. 
<laughs> I hate that fucking music so much. So, no! Okay, you gotta think about it. I work in the service industry and I've worked oh, in the oh, French yeah. Quarter. Oh, yeah, you hear. Yeah, yeah, I've worked in the French Quarter for so long. So yeah, so it's just after a while. And you always listen to shit I hate from out-of-towners at work. Yeah, can you put on some like uh, brass band music on us? Oh, love. Fuck no, bro. Like, I don't know <laughs> the last thing I'm going to hear. It's so funny because I am like one of them break your ankles, burn your thighs, like. Second line? Oh, yes. Uh, you know, I've never participated in a second line a day in my life. I, I don't go to them, but like, you talk about like at the party, at the um. Yeah, like, you know, wedding. Been, like the dancing and stuff. I don't know. How oh. to do all that. You want to teach me? You can teach somebody how to do that? Yeah. If I, if I watch you do it enough, I can, I can I'll learn. That's interesting. I never thought you could teach somebody how to suck it on. That's interesting. But, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. If you don't want to teach me, that's all you have to say. I'm, I don't go to the ones that be like on Sundays. No. When all them people out there and they look like Mardi Gras, I don't do those second lines. I just don't. That's just me. Right. I don't like people that much that just be going to second lines every Sunday. Are you sad about Mardi Gras? Huh? Are you upset about Monica? Um, I'm, so do you, are you aware? I'm sorry to cut you off, but are you aware of all the like all the bars are shut down? Yeah, like the entire city. That's why they want to go to JP to the right, um, right, right. Bar. So it's like because uh, I at first I thought it was just the French Quarter. And no, Orleans what, Parish. Is yes, shut yo, because like the bar across the street, I'm like. I'm about to go in and like grab a beer, and I saw the note on the door. Like every bar in the city, Orleans, Paris is shut. So down. how do you feel about that? Because uh, that actually ties into two of our topics. This week. I appreciate it. Good. Because you would have had so many tourists that came from out of town, right? Regardless of parades or not, right? And so with there being nothing to do, there's no reason to come because they would have took whatever they had from their cities uh, and brought love, it to our city. There are still tourists here. Oh, I know. And it's annoying. Oh, I definitely know there's still <laughs> tourists here. Like, you know, people still walk around in their little Mardi Gras outfits. Right. You know, beers and koozies and in the streets with their little grenades and all that kind of stuff. So there are still people out here. But I appreciate Latoya doing what she did. Am I sad about it being canceled? Not sad. I just miss the fun. Like, right, right, right. it's but fun. Mardi think, Gras is Think fun. about how lit it's going to be next year. Oh, my gosh. Oh. <clears throat> New Orleans Woo! will be... Fucking, oh my God. Like, you ever seen those old uh, paintings or pictures? Yeah. From, like, the old Mardi Gras? We ain't gonna like be the, able to move. Yes. Everybody gonna be cousin. Man, fuck. So. Everybody gonna be cousin. We gonna be like, hey. <clears throat> everybody gonna be everybody, please. It really upsets me when you hear people talk about it. Um, And it's it's very, very selfish, very entitled, right? Even working in the service industry, I completely understand. Like, yo, Mardi Gras, we usually make fucking money. Right. You know, so it's supposed to be busy. Yeah, we're in a pandemic, bro. And even if you take the science into it, right? Mm-hmm. We all understand. Everybody wonders, like, what the fuck is going on in Georgia and Florida, right? Uh, everything is basically open. Like, they're flourishing. Everything is going back to normal. They don't have that many cases jumping off and shit like that. Because at the end of the day, <laughs> this is a virus. Okay, I guess this is a coronavirus hot take, right? Um, this is a virus, so viruses mutate. I feel like I should have ordered food wherever you got food from because they sound like they're canceling these plans, and I'm just sitting here like... I got a jambalaya in the fridge. Okay. Right. I'm just sitting but, um, like... Okay, so <laughs> there, there's one of two options in my perspective. I'm not a genius, right? I'm not a doctor. From... There's one or two options how they can handle this coronavirus thing, right? Um, 
either put us back in lockdown mm-hmm. until you guys feel like cases are low enough. Um, and then we can just go back full open. But here's the thing. That's not going to do anything, right? So you put people back in lockdown, you weaken their immune systems, essentially, because they're not around people. You need antibodies. You need to be mm-hmm. around people. You need that to remain strong, right? Um, so with the vaccine, I said before, if it become, if it comes to the point where, like, the vaccine is necessary to travel, I will 100% take that vaccine because I'm tired, I'm tired of my life being on hold. Mm-hmm. But I do understand that... The vaccine would essentially have to become a yearly thing because since it's a virus, this is going to continue to mutate. So the the vaccine, co- coronavirus vaccine, would essentially become like the flu shot. People right. get this motherfucker every year. So you either do that or you open everything back up. So well, part of option one is still like you develop a medication that makes people feel comfortable, right? Because at the end of the day, these masks don't do anything. It's all about making people feel safe. Right. Or option two you open everything back up <laughs> and you naturally take precautions for the elderly, for the, those of us with um, compromised immune systems and mm-hmm. pre-existing conditions. You, you, those are the people you have to be worried about. Not freezing the entire global economy right. or doing this midway shit where we're kind of open or we're kind of not. Because are you really that dumb to think all of us aren't literally just licking fucking coronavirus every day licking like okay so tables can't if in the service industry tables can be within six feet of one another but me as a server can literally go from table to table touching shit touching like that shit makes no fucking sense (laughs) and like everybody's like oh but we can still go to Walmart niggas is not washing hands between tables you think (laughs) 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 they're not doing it like granted like uh I do cause I'm caught it's like I hate that I have to work, but if I don't, I won't survive. Right. At the end of the day. But I'm barely surviving even working. So that's another thing. It's like this midway shit is just, it's fucking stupid. But I do all say all that to say I'm 100% behind <laughs> the restrictions this year for the simple fact it's all about public safety, right? No matter the education you have, no matter what you fuck, the, the knowledge you have, if it, it's all about what you can do to make your fellow man feel fucking safe, bro. Basically. Like. I think we just going to have to get used to, like, a new normal. Everybody's no, always, no, no, like. No, 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 no. I don't necessarily mean, like, being in lockdown or no shit like okay. that. But niggas is still going to be wearing masks. Like. Yeah. You people, know, we've always worn masks like in like airports and shit like that. People are gonna want to protect themselves, so I think people should just get used to seeing a new way of American living. Right, I'll right, say right. that, like people globally, glo- exactly. Like right. you really think once you really think they're about to send all these people back in these office buildings that they're paying if they lease in them. Like right. if it's a small company, people are working from home now. You think these and people that are... Like stay there. Right. You think these people that are leasing these buildings and paying bills and paying AC and paying electricity and paying the um the owner, like you really think these people are like, let's send them all back in the building and pay them and pay the bills. Right. Like it's just going to be a new way of life as a, to- as, as a whole. And people are like, ooh, after COVID, after COVID... It's, it's just, it sounds just like us with after Katrina. Like, 
this is the new New Orleans. Like, whether we be looking around and be like, look at all this gentrification. Like, a lot of people didn't know the value of the shit that they had, and they sold it to survive after Katrina. This is the new New Orleans. Like, this is it. And it's going to change again should another natural disaster happen. So, if I, when I hear people say, man, before Katrina, it makes me fucking cringe. Because <laughs> it's like, bro, you really holding on to that? Some people do, but some people do it as like, you know, a landmark or explain something. Oh, you know, before Katrina, that was right though. Before I don't know. I was talking to an old friend of mine and he said somebody said in an interview, yeah, I've been struggling to get back on my feet ever since Katrina. Oh, no. No, like, no, no. my guy, what? <laughs> what the fuck have you been doing <laughs> all these years? Right, yeah. If it had you in a bind like that, I'm so sorry. But that, 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 bringing up Katrina in general, it uh, hurts my feelings, even talking to, like, fellow New Orleanians. And so it's, like, with this podcast, uh, even on Clubhouse, I've tried to, like, hop in rooms. I've tried to, like, reach out to people, you know, fellow young peers of mine, you mm-hmm. know, on a on similar tip and shit like that. But I'm intimidated by it because... Every... <laughs> I'm trying to choose my words carefully, right? I'm trying to see what you I feel like with. so many people are more concerned with arguing. Yeah. About how uh nobody's like cooperative. Like no n- nobody like wants to work together, like, man, everybody out for self, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. They're more focused on like arguing about that instead of like actually doing things to help. And it's become like a popular thing to talk about, like, man, all these people they talk about this, but why they ain't doing shit? But then still nothing happens. Right. So it's like, and then everybody's like so clicked up, right? So you feel like you can't really talk yeah. to anybody because every everybody thinks everybody's fake. Like I'm, I feel, I probably feel like I sound like bullshit because it's like I'm. No, I feel the same way. I often hear people say like New Orleans has a crab in a bucket mentality, and. What is it? Something else. It's just like, oh, you can't make it here. You got to go elsewhere to make it. And they talk a lot about, like, certain people not supporting them. And it's just like, why as soon as you don't get the result that you think you're going to get, all of a sudden everybody fake and nobody supporting you? But it becomes a thing. Like you said, like, that's all people talk about. Like, they're more concerned about the not doing anything to right. change it. Like... Everybody's saying the same thing, but yet nobody did anything to change it. There's no real like collective. Okay, I do. Clubhouse is really cool for that because I do see a lot of more young people like talking together. But a lot of these people like this is pre-existing friendships, right? And Mm -hmm. they literally just brought it into this platform, and it's. Some people have made some connections. A lot of connections on Clubhouse are also very fake, right? Because you you can hop into these rooms and like go follow for follow, engage, blah blah, blah talk for talk, right, for talk. Fuck with you. right? And I'm nobody, right, there's no like actual right, like follow through engagement, right? So, and I feel like when people really do make it here, they get the fuck, yeah, right. Like everybody like just dips out, and I genuinely just want like like uh, I just want like fuck with people. I think everyone is just so used to everybody trying to get over on one another. Mm-hmm. Like, it's become normal, right? And, like, so when you meet somebody who's, like, genuine and they just want, like, yo, like, what's popping? Like, no, genuinely, like, how are you? Right. What's going on? Let's do some shit. Right, let's work together. Like, let's make fuck? your idea right. a bigger idea. What the fuck does nigga want from me? Like, what are you trying to get? Like, 
and I, I suffer from that too because like I, t- I told my friends this before alternative quote unquote alternative black men especially in the New Orleans area you all you convince yourself that you you're alone you think you convince yourself that you're more alone mm-hmm. than you think you are right so it was like even you noticed it like when you introduced me to your brother and Baj like you on the outside nobody would ever think I would get along with people like that. Right. People hear my accent. People, you know, blah, blah, blah. They would never think. You know, Vaz, he was like, where this nigga been? Right. So it's like. Here. <laughs> so many, you, you just convince yourself that you're so isolated, you're so alone. And I feel like a lot of creatives and musicians and stuff like that, they do the exact same thing, right? They feel like they have to mm-hmm. just do it all on their own. And thankfully, some people are starting to realize that, like, you can lean on others. Like, if you can do all this shit alone, like, it's so fire. Imagine what we can do together right like collectively like there's the sky's the fucking limit and new orleans is unfortunately a very small city with big city mentality um we gotta humble ourselves like we're not we're not that great (laughs) like like, at the end of the day like we're not that great and i feel like we we instead of holding on to this pseudo greatness don't get me wrong there are great things about new orleans but new orleans is weak souls (laughs) <laughs> Unless you're a tourist that just won't come here and do some wild ass shit. New Orleans is such a poo city. It is poo. When it is trash. When you see how people work together, like in New York, when I see how, when you see how people work together in like Atlanta, when you see like these other cities where like these large collectives of minority, you know, creatives or, or whatever you, the case may be. And I'm, I don't want anybody to think I'm saying this like, no, because people fuck with the podcast. Like, I'm, I'm grateful. Like, this is literally just like a conversation. I'm yeah. just talking about, like, the intimidation factor mm-hmm. of, like, trying to reach out to people. It's weird. So, it's like, thankfully, I have so many people that I grew up with or that I've met organically right. that are doing such great things. So, it's very easy for me to reach out to them. But, naturally, I want I want to be able to reach out to people I don't even know. Like, right. I'm a virtual In nobody. the same city as right. me. It's, and you can't even do that because people just so, like. Niggas be stank. We People be weird. Started. Like, how you just immediately think, like... And it sucks, though, because my white homies be fucking with... Like, my, they be fucking sharing my shit, reaching out to me, like, hey, like, give me like give me feedback. Like, it's... Like, hey, you want to... Like, I want to introduce you to this person. This person, right. like, gets sending me fucking, you know, podcasts from internationally. Like, hey, I think you'd be interested in this and shit. And it's not that. It's just... I don't know. I feel like we... We gotta uplift each other, you know. Mm-hmm. With facts. Explain anyway. to me how the weekend is going on tour. Ah, uh, this comedy comedians go and shit going on tour as well. I mean, yeah, I saw that, but that music concert fucked me up. Like, is he doing like small stages, big stages? Uh, I don't know. Are there limitations? Um, herd to immunity, the man. Herd immunity. Like. Um, <laughs> Because this man just did the Super Bowl. He's a big artist. Like, right. he can sell out stadiums with no problem. But I guess they're putting a limitation on tickets. I guess. And if that's the... I guess they're going to have him in a big-ass building with a small-ass crowd. Because you can't put... The smaller the building, the smaller the crowd can be. Right. I don't know. Don't ask me these questions. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. know. I was just curious to who even let that happen. Um, And, and that's the thing. Cities need money. Everybody needs money. That's what I'm saying. It's like everybody. Either we put, all us, on this. put us back in lockdown and come out with a medication <laughs> that deals with fucking COVID symptoms, or come up with something that makes people feel more safe than this fucking vaccine, uh, and give us hella money, give people money, small businesses, give everybody right. money. Like that's option one. 
Or option two, open everything back up and make sure we protect. I mean, you know, universal healthcare would be great, but <laughs> a boy can dream. But and then we focus on protecting the elderly, we focus on people with, you know, compromised immune systems and open up the fucking world and then let people do what they're comfortable with. If you're not comfortable going to concerts, go. you're not comfortable going to restaurants. Don't go. If you're not comfortable going on vacation, taking these trips, don't fucking don't do it. I, one of the most annoying things ever is like people, you see people like on vacation and shit, blah, 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 enjoying their lives now after a fucking year of being, you know, technically on lockdown. I want to go to Disney World so bad. Right. And you see people, oh, because we're not still in the pandemic. Shut your bitch ass up. You're just jealous because you can't be doing the exact same thing. Like, and, do what you're comfortable And I think that's what it with. is because honestly and truly, if you're a caregiver... You're going to be like, oh, my God, look how selfish. Look at these people going out. Well, you can't because you're a caregiver. Not even I just pro- a caregiver. I, if you broke. I, I promise you, if you weren't a caregiver and you could be at the hookah ball, bitch, you'd be at the hookah ball, okay? It's not, not, the, it's not even about the hookah ball. I'm, like, just, I'm <laughs> just saying, like, people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. they're doing this. This is so selfish. COVID. Well, if you're in a house COVID. with a sick person, somebody with pre-existing conditions, guess what, boo-boo? That's your business. I ain't got them type of worries. So, I'm going to wear my little mask, bring my little hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. And I'm going to go on the streets. Like, I really want to go to Disney World. Or um, Universal. I don't know. But I want to go to one this year. I just, uh, I think people need to stop, just stop being so fucking judgmental. I can't wait. I might take a trip for my birthday. I'm turning 30 this year, bro. And... I can't really tell 30, you. 30. I can't really tell you any period of my life where it's been more than four months that I did yeah. not take a trip, and it has been a year since I've taken a trip. So it's fucking with me mentally. I've uh, I've been feeling very trapped in my own mind, trapped in my own emotions, and trapped in a city where I don't. I've never really felt like I belong. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter where I go, I've always felt like an outsider. Uh, whereas how I talk, where how big I am, how I dress, the music I listen to, like every fucking thing, I've always felt maybe. To feel fucking weird New Orleans, right? So the whole point of me moving to the heart of the city was trying to fall in love with a city that I've never really saw the appeal of. Mm-hmm. And what happened was I fell in love with the city. Uh, I've always, naturally, you have to learn about it, like historically, you know, the origin of the city, all that, this, mm-hmm. that, the third. But I didn't see what out-of-towners saw. Because, like, if you look at New Orleans through the, the eyes of someone who moved here, like, they're like, oh, man, I fucking love this city. Everyone's this, everyone's that. Blah, blah, blah. Right. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? So, <laughs> like, moving to the city, you really see a different side of it. Like, mm-hmm. when people hear, they're like, you know, I rely on a streetcar, like, and I walk everywhere. I was say, like, you live in the city. Yeah, like, like I wanted to you, experience the city yeah, as a like, whole. If you live, like, in the east or Metairie or Kenna, and especially if it's, like, a suburb, you don't live in the city. Right. So like you live in you live in New Orleans, right. like in a, the city. In the city, working in the French Quarter, like one, yeah. I wanted to like. So and, you experience all of New Orleans from the time I it wakes right up by a ton of bars, to the time like, that right. it goes to sleep, because you work in the French Quarter, you live by bars, so like you really live like in the city. So. Right, and I love it. I felt I yeah. fell in love with the city. I was finally able to see what people love about it, but I also noticed that it's a fucking trap. <laughs> there's there's not much opportunity in a city like New Orleans outside of the entertainment industry or hospital and to- I mean not what the fuck or hospitality mm-hmm. and tourism <laughs> I got a big ass tongue but I, <laughs> there's not many opportunities out of that and so we don't have hospitality and tourism anymore because mm-hmm. there's no tourism right. so the city is just anyway 
I would like to. I always used to tell myself maybe there's another side of the city that we don't see because. How the fuck did we even get sidetracked like that? We're just talking about like. I don't know, and we got a whole ass chalkboard up here. Right, talk about shit on that chalkboard because we ain't shit. But but we did kind of touch on that. We were were talking about um, (laughs) when we started talking about the Mardi Gras restrictions and shit like that. The whole point of that was uh, I there's so much hate I I hear all the time. Fucking bitch, American trail. Fuck, I fucking, fucking Latoya to destroy and shit like that. Yeah, like, all this shit's, like, funny. Just that in the third, she's fucking killing the city. Or she's protecting the city. The, she came out and said, you know, after she put on the, the restrictions and shit like that, I'd rather be guilty of doing too much, of doing too little. Mm-hmm. Last year, everybody hated her because every, COVID is destroying the world. It's because she let Mardi Gras happen. She said, yo, if they would have made a big deal about it, I would have made a big deal about it. I had to explain to one of my clients, I was like, for the people that don't live here, Mardi Gras is like a two month long thing. I say it don't just start on Fat Tuesday. I was like, we had parades from January to February. So what they showed y'all on CNN, I was like, of course that's just one day, but we really didn't know shit about COVID. Like we had parades from January to February and then people are like, oh, this one day caused the spread. No, we were just, but no. like, so she, everybody hated her for that, right? And then once everybody started taking it serious, she's like, we will see what the results say. And I'll let you guys know about Mardi Gras 2021. Oh, if this fucking bitch talk about canceling the Mardi Gras, like, what the fuck you mean, stupid? So, like, now we're here. COVID is still whipping and fucking And we ain't gonna ass. act like our mamons don't be at Mardi Gras. Right. So, they I be, just, They be stirring the pot. I just, wanna, I just want to know. Why do we fear women in power so much? Because it's like a powerful woman will always be a bitch. She'll never be, you know, passionate. She'll never be, you know, like, gung, you know, I'm going to use, uh, I'm so fucking old, gung-ho about her job. You know, like, oh, wow. that excitement that that you were respecting a young man, right? Mm-hmm. That that doggy-dog mentality, like, I'm going to go get her, I'm going to impress, right? You would respect that in a young man, but in a woman... She's aggressive. She's a bitch. Like this, that, and the third. Like what? I don't know. That's something you have to ask men. I so, mean, of course, given the history of men and women and women being looked at as the weaker, you know, physically, I would agree. Unless you know you're a bodybuilding woman next to a burger flipping dude, but physically, sure, men are stronger than women. But you know. We got the up and up in some areas. Y'all have the up and up in other areas. So I never, I don't know. That's the question you got to ask men. So here's the thing. Like I was just, I getting on, I got on my computer and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to just look this shit up. I'm going to find like, what the fuck? And then like naturally once you start looking into it, like you know, read and start, uh, start reading fucking essays about it, you know, psychology essays and shit like that. And then it's connected to emasculation psychology and all that shit, which is, you know, castration or by extension, the reduction or removal of a man's sense of masculinity as by depriving him of a culturally sanctioned male role or the exercise of male privilege. Yeah, it's all about the culture. But that and that in itself, why the fuck? Is a woman in power tied to the emasculation of a male? What the fuck does a powerful woman have to do with a man? Because men, most men, naturally see a powerful woman as a threat. Yeah. Or naturally, they... Women really do control everything. Like, everything... The term pussy is power. Like is very the fact, true. Right. There's no truer statement on this earth. So there, there are things that naturally a man, like, physically, like you said, yeah, you can always outpower women, but... Women control all things. 
And I'm not. Women control and I'm not, men. Yeah. So naturally, they control all things. Women exactly. Are na- women are naturally more caring, mm-hmm. um, more gentle. I'm not, not. Use that puss, ladies. It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> But it's just like, just that in, in general, it's just like when Hillary was running for president, right? Hillary Rodham. It's right. It's like, life's a bitch. Don't vote for one. You know, people saying shit like yeah. that. Like, even that, like... A the, woman that was qualified in all ways for the fucking you, you job. Down, Hillary, all these things, blah, blah, blah. If all of that, if Hillary Clinton, and I, I believe this in my heart of hearts, if, if Hillary Clinton was a man, nobody would have gave a fuck about those emails. Nobody would have gave a fuck about be those the fucking president. People. She would have been the motherfucking the president. motherfucking president. Like what? And that conversation comes up a lot in dating, right? Uh, a lot of women who think they're hot shit when they're not, but they're like, "Oh, I just need a man who can respect my hustle." This, that, and the third, blah blah blah. A man, a real man, has no problem mm-hmm. respecting a powerful woman, right? Has mm-hmm. no problem respecting you make money, you're independent, you can be whatever the fuck you want to be. But no man is going to take being talking down to. Oh, hell Or no. made to feel like he's less than because he's yeah. not Don't tell me what to do. I made level. more money than you who right. bring home the motherfucking fuck bacon. I pay with, these yeah, bills like, in what this that bitch. Have to do with me? The same thing you wouldn't want a man to throw into your face because he is the breadwinner. Don't throw it in his face. No one wants to be reminded yeah. that they're not quote unquote needed, right? Right. I don't fucking need you. Yeah, this is a powerful word. You may not need me because at the end of the day in a relationship, everybody should want to be wanted, not needed. If you, you, you shouldn't need me to survive, you should want me okay. to be by your side to survive, right? You put on your husky voice for that one. If you notice, I'm sleepy, so I haven't been able to put on my, like, server voice, so. Yeah. <laughs> but focus on saying, uh, no one wants to be reminded that they're not needed, right? So at the end of the day, <laughs> no, it's not about your power that's that's scaring or your status that's scaring these men, these men off. It's your habit of flaunting it or using right. it as a weapon you if know you got it flaunt it boy I know you want it you gonna break out the song in, on every episode you want to me sing it sing Curtis was supposed to love me Curtis was supposed to love me but yeah but anyway it's just like I would love I guess I want to we got to talk about it in another episode like the emasculation psychology because that shit was like freaking me the fuck out bro I'm like how do you just what's up babe That threw me off. Um, do you think... I know she's not getting a second term, Latoya. Do you think had these years technically been bad years for the city of New Orleans, do you think she would have been a better mayor? Because I don't know who could be a good mayor in this situation. With the Hard Rock Hotel, with COVID... That's why that's why I'm asking the question because when has New Orleans ever had a mayor Who was that was boy, a woman? Um, when I was when we was a, when I was a kid, he was like I remember I never heard anything negative about him. Morio? Mark Morio. Yeah. Everybody loved him. You're right. Everybody loved him. So what I, I'm basically asking a question with Latoya because she's the first and she's black. And with her being the first and being black and New Orleans having all this bad juju. It's probably, it may be some time before we get another woman and another woman. Of color. Yes. Oh, just like, so. That That's brings- why I'm asking the question. If New Orleans would have had like a regular, regular, Mardi Gras, no COVID, no building collapsing, 
Maybe she, maybe she could, maybe she is good at her job, but due to these crazy ass circumstances, I don't think she's necessarily bad at her job. So uh, everyone, and that's what I'm kept, saying. They kept trying to call her hypocrisy, right? Um, I think, I okay, she I got a bad hand dealt. To, exactly. So that's I guess why it's like a, it's weird to answer your question, right? So. She might really be a bomb-ass mayor. Like, she probably could have been better than Mark Moriel. But in this situation, who would have knew what the fuck to do with COVID in a falling building and these carjackings and not having the money to pay these first responders to get them on the streets? Right. But even outside of that, a lot of people were trying to say she was hypocrite, right? Because she was saying, oh, telling tourists, come down to the city, you know, blah, 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 visit, Mm -hmm. you know, stimulate the economy. And then, you know, she had to double down not focusing on what happened in between her doubling down. Bitch, did y'all see Bourbon Street for those two weekends? Like, she knew if she would have let that shit happen, like, it would have been fucking insane. I told so many people, I said, it's a good thing it's 30 degrees in New Orleans because, first of all, if we have northern listeners and those people out of the country that Uh, get real winters... 30 have, degrees we for listen, us. We have listeners in 11 countries now. Hey. We have a new one. Yes. Let me, let me check and see which one. I forgot which one. But continue. I'm sorry. For those of you all, for those, I was going to say that those of you guys and those of y'all that get real winters, like I'm talking like below 10 and all that type of stuff. 30 degrees is cold for a New Orleanian. Okay. So... It's a good thing we even had the weather that we had. Like last week, it was nothing but rain, like hard down oh, ass shit. We rain. Got two. Hey, so last week it rained like storms, and there was no storm on the radar. It just rained, and then this following weekend, leading up into next week, it is fucking cold. It's like thirty degrees. Had now, the sun now been Portugal out? Portugal and Canada. Hey. So that brings us to 12 countries. Canadians, 30 degrees is cold for us. Had the, <laughs> had the weather been nice, even though, like, the whole city, like, on lock, had the weather been nice, you think people wouldn't have been having Mardi Gras parties at their houses, boiling seafood in, their front, in the front of their doors? Bro, if they wouldn't have stopped the selling City liquor. Park would have been full of people. The fly would have been full of people. So had this weather not been the way that it was... The city definitely would have went crazy this weekend. So I'm glad she shut it down. I'm glad. Like we just got to chill. Like, even yeah. for the greater good, bro. Like, all that shit I said about that virus, we, we it's, it's a fucking virus. We know the science. Yeah, like, like It's here to fucking stay. The, the, we know that. But if you're being, why, and everybody says, it's not a fucking law. Shut your bitch ass up. It, why, does, why does being a good person have to be a law? Stay the safe six feet away from people. Yeah. Wear a fucking mask. If you don't have to go anywhere, don't go nowhere. Right. Like, it's really that simple. Like, and I have been hearing people talking about, I need to go out. I haven't done anything since. And they, it's like a, a month prior. And I'm like, bro, I haven't done fucking barely anything. Like, the past year. Like, what are you talking about, bro? For my own fucking birthday, I, like, just had dinner and watched fucking Ed, Ed, and Eddie, yeah. bro. Like, and people talk about you. You, I, I, I gave up. I would be at Bacchus right now, boy. Fuck you. <laughs> like, okay. Bro. I don't know. It's thirty degrees. Well, somebody would have been out there. If we had a Mardi Gras, we'd be like the liquor will warm us up. We drink from six a.m. to six a.m. I've never been a fan of Mardi Gras, honestly. So uh, six a.m. to six. I guess I'm not a real New Orleanian. So we're gonna talk about the mental health topic this to week. Pee. You gotta pee. Would you like me to pause this? 
sure. We don't have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to running face like Wolf. Yeah. I run the face tights. Yeah. <laughs> used to pack girls like the. Okay, well, a uh, narcissistic <laughs> person. Oh, you heard me. <laughs> <laughs> narcissistic personality disorder. That is the proper term for somebody who has a God complex. Why is my page minimized? It's a rare Ooh, mental disorder. you sound like a civil rights leader just now. It's a rare mental disorder characterized by an inflated sense of self-importance, entitlement, a deep need for admiration, and an alarming lack of empathy for other people. Ooh. Don't, uh, we, all, don't we all know of you narcissists, you know? Hell yeah. <laughs> you have any horror stories from you have a... Uh, have dealt with a narcissist? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. What you mean? You think so? I definitely have. Okay. My grandmother was a narcissist. Oh, I'll show you right now. <laughs> <laughs> the relationship with her was not great. I told my mama I never wanted to see her again if I didn't have to. Oh man. Yeah. I was like, until she gets better, I don't need to see her, unless I have to. If she's, if she's not here, I'm not going to see her. Y'all would have to bring her to this house. <laughs> yeah, she was always a narcissist. Like I saw the way she treated my mother, coming up, how she treated my dad, how she treated me and my brothers. So, yeah. Um. Aside from her, uh. Yeah. My brother is a narcissist. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he's definitely a narcissist. I just think he's a lunatic, honestly. <laughs> yeah, no, my brother is a dumb ass. He's weird. He's a narcissist. Like, every everybody does him wrong. Like, he don't do no wrong. Self-centered. Yes. Yeah. Okay, what it boils down to, says licensed therapist Rebecca Wheeler. Whatever the fuck your last name is selfishness at the usually extreme expense of others, plus the inability to consider others' feelings at all. We were talking about, oh, you know, last week with a girl and her relationship. Mm-hmm. So, one of my ex girlfriends, 10,000 fucking percent a narcissist. And dealing with uh, in a narcissist, that shit will drain you. Because we were selling yes last week, uh, you can never deal with somebody who's always going to put your feelings second, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you're constantly made to feel like you're less than, you're less important, and like where you're coming from ain't shit, right? That that will drain you, and oh, and yeah. you can convince yourself that you know, well, they're <laughs> they're only like that sometimes. You can convince yourself to believe the things that they are putting off on you. Like, you'll be like, well, maybe my feelings don't matter. Maybe my feelings... Maybe I am tripping. Yeah, like... Yeah, maybe I was out of pocket. Right. Yeah. You know, and you'll be definitely justified in feeling the way that you feel. Like, no, you was right for doing what you did. A narcissist, a narcissist loves bringing up past trauma. Mm. I will say that. Cause you know, I I, I was I, this happened sixteen years ago. Cause and, 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 <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, my turtle ran away when I was seven, baby. You know, <laughs> a narcissist loves bringing up. No. They always want to make an excuse for their their shortcomings. They always, you know, it's it. Fuck, what you what are you looking at? I was reading this candle. Oh. Like most mental health or personality disorders, isn't black and white. Narcissism falls on a spectrum. It does. Of course. 
nine official criteria for narcissism. Grandiose sense of self-importance. Preoccupation. Oh. God damn. Damn. Aggressive. I can't breathe. Oh, no. I can't breathe. I sound like a fat boy. Now, we're we're talking about all the things. Uh, Preoccupation with fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, beauty, or ideal love. Belief they're special and unique and can only be understood by or should associate with other special or high-status people or institutions. Need for excessive admiration. Sense of entitlement. Interpersonally exploitative behavior. I probably fucked that word up. Exploitative. Yeah, whatever. A lack of empathy. (laughs) Envy of others or a belief that others are envious of them. Mm. Demonstration of arrogant and haughty, be- haughty behaviors or attitudes. Haughty. Haughty. <laughs> that word fucked me up. Um. Yeah, definitely falls on the spectrum because people be wilding. <laughs> they do. Yeah, I feel like everyone has narcissistic personality traits. Like everyone has a little bit of narcissism in us. Like I said. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's not like saying like bitch, you just are outright narcissist. Right. It's the difference between you know outright liar and someone I, who has told a lie. Right? I think extreme narcissism or like the full blown narcissist are those that are not willing to learn because you have self centered people and you can tell them like, hey, let's not be a dick next time. Right. And they really put in an effort to not be a dick next time. Right. So, or there's some people be like, oh, not being this. Like, what the fuck you mean? I wasn't being I wasn't even much doing nothing. Maybe yeah. you're just sensitive. Exactly. So it definitely falls on a spectrum because you have, you know, people that are willing to learn. And we got bitch ass niggas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number one, they were charming as fuck at first. Started as a fairy tale. Yeah, bro. Number two, they hog the conversation talking about how great they are. Damn. I know this one chick, bro. It, had, it was one of my little spouts of a. Uh, Unintended, not having sex, right? Un- unintended, <laughs> dry spouts. Shut your mouth. And this chick was sitting on my lap, and bro, titties looking nice, like so pretty, but she could not stop talking about her fucking self. Not once did she ask me, Ronnie, what's going on with you? Ronnie, how have you been? Ew. Ronnie, how was your day? Bro, that shit killed my boner. Like, damn. Right, like that shit, like, no, they feed off your compliments. Yeah. Just take a compliment and let it die, people. <laughs> Please. Don't hang on to that one compliment. They don't, don't have it. any or many long-term friends. Ooh. Right? Questions to ask yourself. <laughs> Questions to ask yourself. My How brother. does your partner treat someone they don't want anything from? Does your partner have any long-term friends? Do they have to talk about... Do they have or talk about wanting a nemesis? Who the fuck would want a nemesis? This is getting weird. No, I guess that was just like a question to ask like if you're dating somebody, right? They pick on you constantly. Ooh. They mm. gaslight you. Mm. I'll be making sounds and shit. Because <laughs> this should be resonating with my life, my past experiences. I'm a dumb. Yeah, that gaslighting did it for me. Yeah, they gaslight you. Signs of gaslighting, if for some people who don't know, include the following. You no longer feel like the person you used to be. You feel more anxious and less confident than you used to be. You often wonder if you're being too sensitive. You feel like everything you do is wrong. Mm-hmm. You always think it's your fault when things go wrong. You're apologizing too often. You have a sense that something's wrong but aren't able to identify what it is. 
You often question whether your response to your partner is appropriate or you make excuses for your partner's behavior. Message. <laughs> Did you say message? They do this to cause others to doubt themselves as a way to gain superiority. Narcissists strive off being worshipped, so they use man- manipulation tactics to get you to do just that. Messy. How's that messy? Because it's manipulation. That's so what terrible. See, you fuck, with a, you fuck with somebody who used to gaslight? Yeah, I have. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. They dance around defining their relationship. Hmm. Yeah, I have. <laughs> okay, uh, we're going to hurry up and uh, they think they're right about everything and never apologize. Damn. Damn. <laughs> fuck me, bro. Okay, so out of all my serious relationships, mm-hmm. I, I, the only sorry I got out of both those relationships was bullshit. It was like, I'm sorry, fuck. Right. The other relationship, I never was told sorry. That's horrible. And you know the details of that relationship. I was never told, holy fuck. And I just realized that. Time to wrap this episode up. Fuck! Abe Lincoln ain't shit. We need to stop celebrating Abraham Lincoln for doing what any <laughs> fucking human being. Why do we done. like Abraham right. Lincoln? <laughs> like, like, fuck that man. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? That is Black History Month hot take. Yes, uh, that was NC. <laughs> we did want to talk about the origin of Black History Month, but we rambled a lot this episode because we are both exhausted. Yeah. Uh, this week kicked our asses. Um, I want everyone to take take a moment in this upcoming week to just take a breath and focus on their mental health. Think about like where you're at. Think about where you want to be. Think about like if you're truly happy. Think about the things in your life that you actually can fix. You have control over mm-hmm. and isolate things that you know maybe will take some time. Yes, yeah, so let's you know. take a breather this week, guys. Yeah, let's just... step back, go outside, get off social media, focus on you and not what other people are Damian doing. Damian still doing the hard seventy five. Yes, I miss her. Me too. We gotta have her on when she's done. I haven't seen my friend in a long time. Yeah, we gotta have her on when she's done. Yes. She's doing great, though. She's doing really good. I talked to her yesterday. Good. We're also, next week, I want to talk about uh, the Britney Spears documentary. That'll actually be old news by next week, but I really don't give a fuck, because I want to talk about it's the Britney effects. It's Britney, bitch. I want to talk about the effects of this stardom and, like, this social media generation, right? Like, they're so... We as humans, I don't give a what the fuck nobody say. We're not meant to have access to this many people Mm-mm. like at one given time this is why a lot of people take breaks from social media for their mental health yeah. and shit like that because it's so necessary like no matter how strong someone is like seeing people berate them or judge like every little decision they make in their personal life like yes. that shit That's not okay. it fucks with you right and like yeah. that shit it, and I really do feel like I haven't seen a documentary but from what I've what I've been seeing on social media as a whole I feel like that's mainly I mean you can look at Britney Spears downward, was bullied. Look at the downward spiral of Britney Spears, right? Like, no she one. She was bullied for no reason. Even looking like at Michael Jackson, like everybody who's like reaches this high level of stardom, it's usually you know something. Like, right. we'll talk about that next week. But anyway, so if you guys listen on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> please wow. leave a, a rating, uh, preferably a five star rating. But be honest, we appreciate honesty over anything. 
Uh, leave a leave a five star, leave a review, leave a comment. We move up on the charts that way. More people see the podcast. As you can see, we are now heard in twelve countries. Or as you Whoop. heard, you can't see that shit. I'm not one of those people. I feel like why would I post that beach. shit? Because fuck, I'm the type of nigga like in one of those countries, we only have like two, two or three downloads. I give a fuck, bitch. Like they still found it, us, right? Like this, and that's that. They just started, you know. When the first like country, France was like the first one. I was like, okay, because I got like fourteen downloads overnight. I'm like, okay, maybe that's just a fluke. No, but they fuck with us in France. Hey. So hey, right? Like, hey y'all. Right, and then the, seeing these other countries, Bonjour. it's like it's like super super. <laughs> it makes me super happy to see that, and it's like they really they really like us. Oh my god! But anyway, if you guys listen to the podcast or whatever, other you can reach us. You can email us at projectparagonpodcast at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Instagram at Monsters High Shirt. You can hit up Racy on Instagram at Project Fee underscore. We never know. We have to look at it every year. Either put the underscore they in the front of the They're going to see your back. profile tag don't mind. Yes. Yeah. But I guess I'm more open to people just like seeing me. Yeah. I'm, people mainly just in me relationship shit, honestly. I don't be tripping about it. You know, I talk about that shit on there. But Show yeah. the love. Anime. Music. Yeah. yeah. So until next week. Peace. Until next week. <laughs> <laughs>